You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. With actors in over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe, we are Broadway's number one fitness platform, but we're trying to expo- uh, expand, excuse me, expand out globally uh, via an online fitness app. So if you haven't tried the app yet, go to builtforthestage.com and we'll be on our way to a one-week free trial. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Uh, really excited to chat with our guest. Got to meet her over in London when I was there three-ish weeks ago. Got to see her show Back to the Future. Got my newspaper-sized program here. Fun fact for all you Americans, when you go over to London, to the West End, they don't have standardized playbills that are all the same sizes. Sometimes you'll get cute little ones like this. Sometimes you'll be forced to have a newspaper. I like it though. Nice big pictures. Makes me feel like a kid again. Uh, there's, there's our guest right there. So our guest is Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future. They also were currently or uh, previously on the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe uh, tour across the UK. They uh, were in a couple short films recently, Maya's Moment, Bye Bye Baby, uh, I believe they went to the Brit School. We chat about that in a second. And they have a lot of awesome covers and original music on their YouTube page. Please welcome to the show. Play some music here. You put your finest suit on. Please welcome to the show, Sophie Nadlin. Oh, yes. yes. All right. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Good morning for me. Good afternoon for you. Uh, Thanks for bearing with me through my sloppy intro. I've only had (laughs) half of a cup of coffee so far, so maybe if we redo this in about four or five hours, it'd be better. But that's what we're working with. Hi, Sophie. So good to have you. Thank you for having me. How are you? You know, great. Couple uh couple dogs I took on a walk this morning, you know, did my dad duty uh as a dad. And uh yeah, now I'm here chatting with you. Happy Monday. It's not your day off, everyone over in America, assuming that 
you'd have the day off, but no, tomorrow's <laughs> your day off. You have a show yes. uh, tonight or this afternoon? Tonight, 7.30 show, yeah. All right. And you play Jennifer Parker in Back to the Future, which is uh, Marty's girlfriend that he leaves behind on his exploration until later on in the show. Is this correct? Yes, that is correct. All right. So going into audition for the show, had you ever seen the movie before? I had seen the first two movies. Yeah, because there's okay. three. But the show is based on the first one. So I had seen that like a few years before, I'd say. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you were familiar. You were a yeah. fan. Were you a fan or were you like, oh, cool. You know, I'll. I'll try out for this thing. I'll audition, see what happens. No, I was definitely a fan. I remember when I watched the movies, I was like, this is such a cool concept. And then when they turned it into a musical, I was like, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it was on my bucket list to watch for ages and I hadn't, hadn't been able to watch it. So auditioning was, was really cool. Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. All right, let's rewind. So uh, you're originally from where? Are you from London? Where are you from? Yeah, London, born and raised, always been here. Okay. And where's, where's your family uh, originally from? Also London? Yeah. So they all grew, grew up in London, were born in London. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but their parents, my dad's parents were born in Poland and my mom's parents were born in India, um, but they were all born here. So. Yeah. And growing up, they were artists. What, what uh, kind of influence did you have in your family growing up? Well, they did it as like a, as a hobby more like like my mum's always been doing singing um she was in like church choirs and stuff so we when we were growing up we joined church choirs as well um so yeah always been surrounded by music definitely okay and you play instruments a little bit a little bit I taught myself guitar and yeah. piano but at a very beginner basic level and yeah. what do you like to when you're writing your when you're writing music? What do you like to use your piano or your guitar? I would say guitar the most because yeah. it's I think it's easier to just pick up and, and just play some chords with it. Yeah. Okay. And your inspiration from your songs mostly like real life stuff. Where do you? How do you like write your stuff when you go to do it? Do you wait until you know inspiration strikes you, or do you sit down and? and write no matter what what's your process like a little bit of both i think i think all my songs have element of experience and, and, and truth in them definitely but like sometimes i'll get like a idea for a song or like a storyline but i won't have the words to actually say it so I'll like i'll write a little note in my phone be like i want to write a song about that and then later down the line however long it may be i'll suddenly get an idea for that storyline be like oh now i can start writing it so yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Right. I do that the same, but for business. And usually I set an alarm. I, I yesterday I was walking and uh, something popped into my head and I set an alarm for 2 PM today to remind me about it. So mm. that's, uh, that's funny how that goes. You went to the Brit school. Was that, was that right in what I said? The Brit school? Yeah. Went to the Brit okay. school for two years. Yeah. And, and you recently, uh, uh, also, when was your Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe uh, tour? That was last year, um, slash this year, actually. So, like, it went into this year of, like, May time. Um, and I did that for about six months, I think it was, the tour, with, like, rehearsals mm -hmm. and stuff. And are you a fan of touring or no? 
I liked it. I really liked it. I'd never done a tour before, um, but I, I really enjoyed being able to see all the different cities because I haven't been to many places before the tour. Um, so each city got to like explore a little bit and I, I like the traveling, like being in like new accommodation. It's a lot though. It is a lot. don't know if yeah. I would do it all the time, but I really liked it. So No touring of your music someday? I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe. <laughs> what do you prefer? Would you rather be on stage uh, performing in a musical, or would you rather be on stage as like a singer songwriter doing songs? Ooh. <laughs> I think I would like to experience both at some point. I think right now, I would say musical theatre, just because I'm more used to it. I've done it a bit more, more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw you uh, had something on your Instagram where you were performing live at a place, uh, some songs. How was that experience? Was that how long or recent was that uh, ago? Yeah, I think that was probably like a few months ago now before, just before I started rehearsals for Back to the Future. Um, but I, lo I love performing live. Yeah, I think it's it's nice. And, and the song's different every time because like you're singing it differently. Like you have a different emotion. Um, yeah, I really like it. Okay, and when you're in the show now, does your songwriting like does it take a break, or do you just you still get after it if, if the if you want it? A bit, a bit of both. I think <laughs> I I like to think I still do. I definitely still songwrite, but not not as much as if maybe I wasn't doing the show. Mainly because like you have less time to really delve like into the song itself like there's not enough time like when you have your time off you sort of don't want to be thinking too much you don't want to do too much you want to have fun so definitely less time to songwrite yeah. but still still doing it here and there when I can yeah all right so for everyone listening that is sitting on like stuff of their own or wanting to do stuff of their own what made you have the courage to like put your stuff out there once like the, those first couple of songs when you put them on YouTube or on Instagram, what made you like feel like confident enough to do it? Honestly, I think it's just cause I, I enjoyed doing it. Like I would always just sit and record, not record. I'd always sit and just sing songs for myself in my room. Like for me, that was fun. So I think one day I was like, Oh, should I just, should I just record it and put it up there? Like, who cares? Um, I think that was just my my thought process of it. Of it, I was just like, oh, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean anything. Just put it up there, and then I really liked it, so I just, just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, amazing. So everyone listening, it's for you. Yeah, and, definitely. You, know, you enjoy no, it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, no worries. All right, so you're in the show now, and you just said you have to save some time to you know have fun or just relax. Who is Sophie off the stage? What do you like to do? What's a what's a Tuesday like for you? Are you hibernating all day, or do you try to go out somewhere? What uh, what what's life off the stage? Depends on the day. I think there's two things I'd do. One one side of it is like literally staying in, watching a movie or like a TV program that I've been binging or something, like having a cup of tea, just staying in, relaxing. And then the other side would be catching up with the people that you don't get to see that much you know you don't see your family and friends as much when when you're busy so I, I try and make an effort to use Tuesday 
as either a day for myself or a day to meet up with people that I care about, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when did you start your training and, and dancing as well? You're also a talented dancer. Like, was this right out of the gate? You're like four, three, four, five years old, or when did all this start? Um, I did ballet lessons from quite young. Um, like my mum put me and my sister in ballet classes when we were probably like five or six or something, maybe a bit older than that. Um, but it wasn't until I was probably like 10, 11, getting to that age where I was like, oh, I really like this. Like I want to do it properly. So I started doing musical theatre classes on the weekend at like my local theatre school. Um, and yeah, I just kept with that. And then they had an agency. So I joined the agency and then it just started getting more and more each time there. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're still, I bring that up because you're having great success. Uh, you're still young. Like when you're, let's say opening, uh, when you made your debut in Back to the Future, nerves, like how do you overcome like feeling settled up there? Or is it just, you know, you feel natural? What's your experience like when you're trying to overcome fears if you have any? I think it it does take practice, actually. I used to be really, like, a, quite a shy person when I was younger. So the, the idea of performing in front of people did, like, scare me. Um, but I think, yeah, the more you do it, like, the more I did it, the more jobs I did, it just goes away. Like, it does just go away. So I just say just keep doing it, and eventually you won't, you won't care anymore. <laughs> What's your favourite part of the show? Favourite part of the show... To, to do or to, like, watch? Both. One, one of Both. each. To do and to watch. To watch, um, I think the, the, the number got to start somewhere um, okay. is really fun. Like, the whole scene, the whole build-up into it, the, the whole thing, it's a really good energy. Um, to do, I really like doing the reprise that marty and jennifer do in act two where he's sort of still stuck back back in the past and she's in the future and um they're sort of singing about hope and stuff but in a very different way because they're in different scenarios and i just think that moment is just really sweet i like doing that bit <laughs> yeah uh tell us a bit the song that you first said tell us the setting so that people know what's mm -hmm. going on during that song so Gotta Start Somewhere is set in the cafe um, and Goldie is sort of um, telling George, you got to start somewhere, basically. Like, mm. you've got to start from the beginning and then you'll get there eventually. He's, he's being positive and he's trying to make him feel better. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. All right, cool. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's take a short break from the show and theater stuff. And let's transition to the BFTS hot seat. So you're on the hot seat right now. Uh, you know, don't be nervous. Let's go on some hot seat music. What is this? Ooh. All right, here you are, BFTS hot seat. All right. Uh, you walk into a room and the TV's on and there's a movie playing. What movie that you've seen a hundred times but still to this day no matter what you have to stop and watch this movie um pretty woman yeah okay Okay, good one good one all right uh you are uh you have three three songs one for commuting one for maybe like doing something active whether it's a jog a gym uh yoga whatever you do and then the third is like chilling at home so your song your go-to song for commuting your go-to song for something active and your go-to song for chilling okay chilling i like um good days by scissor Okay. At the moment, that's what that's for some reason that's coming to my head. That's all right. Um, what was the other uh, one? Commuting, commuting, like uh, going to the show or going to the, the market. Okay. Like I would uh, say, probably like Post Malone. I don't know what. To be fair, I don't know what song of Post Malone, but just Post Malone. I okay. do like his, his songs on the train. All right. Um, and then the third, yeah. you're. You're breaking a sweat. You're going for a run or working out or doing something. Something that gets you going. Oh, you know a song at the moment that I've been listening to working out is Violin. I don't I can't actually remember who's it by, but okay. it's the violin and it's very upbeat and like sassy. I like it. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna look that up while I ask the next question. Okay. Uh next question is if you're putting together your wardrobe for the night, are you starting with shoes, jewelry, or the actual clothing? What are you starting with? The clothing, yeah. All right, the clothing. Okay, after the clothing, shoes or jewelry? Shoes. Do you like sneakers? Yeah. Like brands, like do you have a favorite go-to sneaker? I have, I don't know if this is like a sneaker, but I like Buffalo trainers. They're like my favorite trainer brand. Okay. All right. Last hot seat question. You're uh, in London. You're with some Americans and you're like, this is a go-to restaurant you have to go to. That's not like cliche tourists. Only locals know about it. Where are you going to take them? That's a hard one. Don't go out that much, you know. Um, <laughs> I would say um, Maxwell's is good. All right, Maxwell's. I, I've been to that probably the most. That's probably why I'm saying it. But Maxwell's, I think, is in Covent Garden. What so, kind of food? What kind of food is it? Bit of everything, but mainly sort of like. To be fair, it's quite American actually. Like big oh, yeah. dishes. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, good food, comforting how, food. How about growing up? Your your parents where? Poland and and where? Poland and India. Any any food influences there? Were you having Polish or Indian food growing up? A lot of Polish food, actually, yeah. Okay. Um, Which is that- Polish food like rosu and favorki, bigos. Yeah. Great. I have no <laughs> idea, no idea, truthfully, what any of that is. <laughs> well, they're good. You should try them. Sounds <laughs> just great. All right, violin. Is this by maybe Cookies Kawai? Yes, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and, and Dear Silence, I think they yeah. collab on the song. All right, I'll take a listen afterwards. Um, all right, so now that you're in the show, how do you like are you just kind of in this carousel of feeling like every day's Groundhog Day, uh, where you're just on step and repeat, or are you doing anything else throughout the day that's like another project? I saw you had like a, a sketch drawing that was really good on your Insta. What do you do that, you know, something outside of the stage that keeps you moving forward, whether it's music, art, um, yeah. Yeah, probably those things. I think music for me is a big one. Um, it's just a way to like put your thoughts down on a paper, like get yourself out of the mindset of work. So that really helps me uh, with that. And drawing as well, because um, it's nothing to do with singing or acting. It's something very different. Um, and so, uh, yeah, those, those two things. And baking, actually. I like baking. That there usually, we go. There we go. All right, home. so what's your what's some of your go-to stuff to bake? Oh, probably a chocolate brownie. <laughs> okay. Chocolate brownie, it's just a standard. It's good. Yeah. Um, and different types, just different types of cakes. So like vanilla cake or caramel cake, ginger cake, carrot cake, just cake. Carrot cake is my favorite. Um, let's jump into a question that is a little bit more difficult, but to draw inspiration for some listeners. So, so far, this whole interview and this painted picture of Sophie Naglik is like all butterflies and rainbows. When was there a time in your either time at school or auditioning or sometime in this career where you were like in a valley and how did you get out of that valley? You know, how did you persevere? Um, there's been many times, actually. <laughs> um, career-wise, I think the year I came out of the Brit school, so training um, and going into getting an agent and auditioning stuff, that year was was pretty hard, or that couple years, because um, you got to deal with, like, reje- rejection and everything and, having your hopes and then having them knocked down that was quite hard and then covid hit me as well and like jobs got cancelled so i think pushing through that time pushing through the rejection was really hard and i did start to doubt myself and i was like maybe it's not for me maybe it just is a dream that will never happen um eventually it did but yeah that was a difficult time i'd say what was when you said eventually it did what was the breakthrough moment I think the actual breakthrough moment was when I got Line Witch Uh because it's 
a job that actually was able to happen after COVID. And um, I got to actually do it. And then after that was Back to the Future. So I had both of those jobs come in together. Um, so that was my moment of hope again, I would All say. Right, so, so you're auditioning for Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and you have these doubts going into it just about maybe your overall career or self. How did you just show up and just do what you do? Or like, how did you put your best foot forward, even though you were in the midst of some of those doubts? Um, I think it's just persevering, to be honest, and remembering that it is like a job. So it's not it's not your life. It's you. Everyone has bits of their jobs that they don't like. So remembering that it's okay. I don't have to love every single second of auditioning helped me because it made me think, okay, I don't have to. Yeah, love it. So I just kept doing it. And I was during COVID times as well. So I didn't actually have to go anywhere. I could film the videos at home. So I tried to think of it as something fun to do whilst being stuck in my house, you know, filming the singing videos and the acting scenes. Try to think of it as like something to keep me busy, to keep me learning. Um, and then I've obviously got something out of it. But yeah, try, trying to see the positives in even auditioning in the first place, I think helps, even if it doesn't go anywhere. Okay, so this that answer you just gave and the answer before about when you just were like, I just put my stuff out on YouTube because it was for me and, and I liked it, whatever. It makes me feel like you had either one or a couple of influential people in your life that really like, uh, I don't know, gave you this mindset or would you feel it's, maybe it's natural? Who's someone or a couple of people in your life that have kind of, shape your brain the way it is because uh, it's impressive the way your mindset is I would say my family yeah definitely my family um, especially my dad in terms of this career he was always really supportive in me following it and he he would always get sometimes even more excited than me about doing these jobs um, so <laughs> and like doing musical theatre in general because none of my family do a creative sort of thing for their job. Um, so the fact that I did, they really supported, which is really nice. Um, and they liked the difference and they liked that I wanted to push myself. So having their support and knowing that they believed in me made me feel like, oh, okay, may, like I can do it. And because I love it, that's enough. So they yeah. made me think the, the love you have for it is enough. And I got that from my family, I think. Tell me more about when your dad is more excited than you are. More, don't get me wrong. When I get a job, I'm more excited. But no, no, I, I, I don't doubt that. But I can, <laughs> I can picture, you know, the uh, proud parent just like going crazy for, you know, a new show or something, which is yeah. All I'll say is when, when I got my jobs in when I was very young in like Matilda and Charlie, um, <clears throat> my dad would just speak about it all the time. He would talk to everyone about it, all his work colleagues. That's, <laughs> that's the kind of energy he has around it. So, yeah. I'm, I'm actually laughing because uh, it reminded me of me. One time I was going to the dentist. I was, I had been away forever and I went back to my hometown and I went to the local dentist that I used to go to. 
And my mom had been like passing out like photos of me to the dentist and the dental assistants and all this absurd <laughs> craziness because of the show I was currently in. So I, uh, I feel you on that. All right. Yeah. So your family kind of helped shape, shape you in that. So hmm. awesome. Uh, so now that things are like up and up, there is a closing date for the show. Yeah. I think there's a, it's not a closing date. I think it's a date where they just stop sell- selling tickets. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Now, how do you like live in the moment of just like enjoying your time and not thinking about that? In what way? <laughs> like, how, like, uh, how do you not think of the next step and just kind mm-hmm. of stay in, in, in the current one? Cause I like to ask this question because with our career, the way that it is, it's like the ups and downs, you're on, you're off, you're in, you're out. Um, yeah. So again, talking about mindset, which I like to do most of the time on this, on this podcast, do you ever find yourself like looking ahead as opposed to just sitting in what you're in? Hmm. I think I do do that a lot. Well, I'll think, Oh gosh, what's going to happen after this? Will I be stuck? Will I not have a job again? Will I have to go through all the rejection again? And it is actually a fear that definitely sits in the back of my mind. But I think, honestly, it's just about living in the moment and appreciating the job that you have right now. I think when I when I just put all my fears aside and just say, you know what, right now I love this job, I love this role, I'm having a great time, and focus on that, it helps me to just not worry as much. Um, and something will always come along. It might take a while or it might be hard. But, um, yeah, if, if you have the right mindset, I think I believe that everything happens for a reason. So the right thing will come along. So you just got to trust it. Yeah, and you have to keep showing up, right? Yeah, keep just keep going. Just keep persevering. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. So last question, I was, I was pondering how many more, but we're getting to that 30 minute mark and I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, last question. If you weren't doing theater, if you weren't doing uh, music or art, what's something that Sophie would have been? Would she have been like a veterinarian? What, what would your life have been? Do you think? Um, I think I would have been a baker. Maybe. So you're really into this baking thing? Yeah, I think because I used to be a lot more into it when I was slightly younger as well. So if I didn't go down the route of musical theatre or music or whatever, when I was younger, I probably would have steered into, yeah, cooking or, or baking or something. Does your cast know that you are a good baker? I recently baked them some chocolate muffins, actually. So now they know. <laughs> now do they, do they keep asking for more? <laughs> they did actually they say every every tuesday can we can we get something new but to be fair a lot of people in the cast bake actually so most um most weeks someone's bringing in something okay um all right cool sophie thanks so much for being on the podcast everyone make sure that you follow sophie on the gram it's simply her uh first and last name sophie naglik and check her youtube out i'm gonna put the link in the description of this episode Uh, She has some covers. She has her own stuff up there. 
So make sure that you become a super fan of all things Sophie <laughs> Sophie, thanks so much. Thank uh, you. It's been great to meet you and get to know you more. Also, everyone, check us out on the Gram app, Built for the Stage, and you will see plenty of Sophie uh, in a recent photo shoot that we did in the West End. All right, Sophie, thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right, everyone. Sophie Naglick from London, currently in the cast of Back to the Future. Uh, super nice person, just as nice as she is talented. So I'm going to sign off by just inviting you to our free trial again, builtforthestage.com, and a little bit of Sophie's music. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.